on 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome. Today we are going to have with us our guest Susie Daria, an instructor of advertising and public relations, and she's going to be here to talk to us about a wonderful program called Secret Meals for Hungry Children. But first, Mark, we've been waiting all year for this. I'm so excited. It's finally yeah. here. LSU. Game day. We've been talking about Joe Burrow and a Heisman and two of the Heisman and uh, hey, they're going <laughs> to be on the field today. This is crazy. We're there. I know. I can't believe it's finally here. I, there's been so much hype and so I'm kind of exhausted. You know, yeah. the game hasn't even played yet and there's been so much going on campus this week and um, leading up to the game and events leading up to the game. I have some students who are out at 5, 6 a.m. Friday morning on the quad for a, a morning show and, uh, you know, game day's set up here and it's just a really big week at, at it, Alabama. It is, it is. It's fun, you know, campus is booming. It's, uh, you know, LSU always brings in a lot of people uh, when they're in town. I mean, with the, you know, it, I remember, you probably remember the 2011 game, the, the last game of the century. They were like uh, as many people almost outside as there were in that stadium. <laughs> yes. It was crazy. Yes. Uh, not Maybe not as crazy. You know, that was a night game. Uh, today's uh, Today we'll go sort of into night because it gets dark early now. So, uh but it's going to be, uh, it already is madness out there. So we've yeah. got, we got everybody in town today. I'm glad you mentioned that. I had forgotten about the time change affecting the light. That's true. It gets dark at 5.15, something like that. Yeah. So at the end, it will be dark. Um, I'm just, like, beside myself. And what I love about big games like this in particular is no matter where you are in Tuscaloosa, even if you're not in the in the stadium, even if you're not on the quad, no matter where you are, you can hear people watching the game. You can hear the, the uniform cheers go <laughs> yeah. up. You know, I know like if I watch at home, for example, in my condo complex, I can hear everybody reacting, whether yeah. it's good or bad. And it's just so much fun. You can just stand anywhere yeah. and know what's happening for sure. We know in my house across the river when the games I haven't gone to and you can hear that, yeah, you can hear the roar of the, of the stadium. Yeah. You know, if they yeah. scored or something. Isn't if it great? You're not watching. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, it's great, great to hear. It's also cold. What is up with this? I know. <laughs> just, I know. We're so wishy-washy. We didn't want it to be hot. We were no. tired of the heat, and now we get the cold, and we're like, can we get just a little bit of that heat back? Maybe just just a smidge, you know? know? That's what we got. You know, it seems to never be perfect in the temperature around here. You know, so it's either it's either really really hot or now it's cold. So well, I never I thought know. I'd say this, but. This is so un-me. For people that know me, they will gasp, but I welcome the cold. I am that tired of the heat this year, yeah. just particularly this year, you know. And I think it'll be one of those fun, actual fall football game days. You know, it's fantastic. I think so. I think so. And it's just going to be, uh, you know, with everything surrounding this game, you got the, the Donald Trump coming in, you got the... You got uh, you know game day here right now. You've got yep. uh, SEC Network here. You've got all these people uh, coming into our little town. Yeah. <laughs> not so little. It's not so little today. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, I'm yeah. eager to um, when we're done here, or even uh, yeah, I'm eager to see the sign, the signage from the game day. You know, yeah, what, it's going to be interesting. What, I saw some students making some, so I'm excited to see who gets who gets picked and who goes viral and all that good stuff. On yeah, Twitter. yeah, it's just crazy. And then we just got a huge game. You know, I mean, it's just huge. They don't it's get enormous. any bigger than this. Isn't it wonderful, more It's yeah. like the most happy time of the year. I, I love football. I had a little Twitter thread uh, 
I don't know, I guess it was Thursday when I had classes, I, I tweeted a, pic, a quick video, like a five second video of empty classrooms because it felt very quiet on campus because everybody was out doing game related things, especially in our school, the communication school, we have students working on the game and working behind the scenes and covering it. Right. Um, and I tweeted like empty classrooms and, and the trouble I had parking and all of these seemingly negative things, but I said at the end, darn it, I love football. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it, like I'm, I'm fine with this. You know, yeah. it's a minor inconvenience, a few, few weeks of the year and it doesn't bother yeah. me. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, they're, they're um, you know, I know uh, your daughter Isabel has a chance to go anywhere. I think she's going here, but you know, that you could, I, I have daughters that had a chance to go to places and my youngest has a chance to go anywhere. She's probably going here. The, um, but, you know, I was thinking about at really some of the academic schools that, that we are an academic school, what sure. I'm saying, but some of the schools known not as football schools, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's great academically, but I wonder, you know, like, but on a day like today, it adds so much to the college experience, I, I think, you know, for, for students, even students who not, aren't really into football, it's just the buzz of things. The, sure, even like, the social atmosphere for yeah. those students. And like, know. think about our young journalists who are sports writers, they get to, because of Bama's, you know, status in the college football world, they get to meet all the national um, sports writers and reporters and uh, television play-by-play -play folks and all that. I mean, that yeah, they wouldn't do that sure. in some other campuses. Reece, they're here all the time, and they're here today. And they're here today. Yeah, Reese Davis spoke to some of our students on Thursday. He's one of our graduates. I actually taught his sister, um, Tiffany, and uh, it's great to our, our some of our production students get to work behind the scenes. You know, and those of those, those students who are working with Crimson Tide Productions, they actually get to help uh, ESPN, SEC Sports Network, CBS, depending on who's around. And it's really just great for um, them. Now, I know this isn't for all students. We have some introverts who just want football to go away, and yeah, and, oh yeah. and that's okay. They can sit public. quietly in the library, and that's <laughs> right. why we have like ten libraries on campus or or at home. So I don't want to take away from that. You know, it's, some people just are not football people. And I respect that. It's probably a great time to be in the library. Although I, I wonder the sound outside and all the tailgating, but but there wouldn't be that many people in the mm -hmm. library today. I wouldn't no, think. No, so I feel like especially in the basement, it'd be kind of quiet and yeah. Um, it's kind of like um, I have some friends who are not into football, and they always go shopping during games because the the stores yeah. are empty. There's no, <laughs> yeah. and it actually is kind of a good strategy if you really don't I, care. I remember one game this year. Uh, your colleague and and one of the most wonderful people on campus, Dr. Diane Bragg. Uh, you know, was at Target during a game. Yes, and I remember that. Out. There's just nobody there. I mean, it's no. just the aisles are completely clear. It is a wasteland. <laughs> and during the game, and that's that's definitely, if you're not into football, that's the time to shop. Or even if you are into football and you're not at the game, just make a quick trip. Uh, there's nobody in the stores and nobody yeah. on the roads after that. Now, there are a lot of people on the roads before that mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. and after the game, and especially today. But, uh, do you but have still. any? Uh, do you have any LSU specific game day things that you do or eat or places no, you go? No, not really. I just sort of, you know, I, I badmouth them as much as possible <laughs> wherever possible. But no, I don't do anything uh, too different than that. Try to make sure I don't wear any purple on uh, on game week. day with LSU. I wear mm -hmm. a lot of purple. I've had yeah. to be very careful all week, so it's yeah, been, yeah, a challenge, a wardrobe challenge. We'll yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I love New Orleans. I was actually born in New Orleans, grew up in Alabama, but I love. Love New Orleans and uh, 
the uh, you know and all the stuff around Mardi Gras and all the purple and gold colors and all that I kind of it's but, but that's right it's I, built into your DNA right, that's right but then LSU comes to town I'm like <laughs> no no I, we yeah. can't have that stuff here so it's uh, yeah it gives me a hard time because I I love I really do love New Orleans and I you know it's just uh, I don't know so I can't it's hard to separate you know the New Orleans with the people with the with LSU, knowing they're all LSU fans. <laughs> That's true, absolutely true. Um, I think that, you know, I'm excited, uh, on a personal note, I'm excited because my brother just moved back in town, and I mentioned that because he moved back from Baton Rouge, where he's lived for 18 years. So he has been inundated in that LSU culture, and this is going to be his. Oh, yeah. And he's a Bama grad, I should point out. He's a Bama okay. grad. Yeah. So this is first day or first time back as a, a, a homer again, you know, like really being here and being in it as a Bama fan. So I'm, I'm excited that he's going to be around and, I imagine he'll have some corn dogs. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will. Taco Casa, though, he did say like the only place he wants is Taco Casa. He's so excited to be back home yeah. and to come back to Tuscaloosa <laughs> and get some Taco Casa home as Birmingham. But he can't wait to have that 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 Taco Casa. It's definitely a Tuscaloosa thing. Oh, no doubt about it. So you know, <laughs> I'm doing a commercial going. for them right now. You're welcome, Taco Casa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. so welcome. <laughs> And I also um, later want to talk about this, these rankings, these this AP yeah, poll. Interesting. Well, and uh, you know, well, they, the first college playoff rankings out, so it was oh, yeah, interesting yeah. how they did that too. I, I don't. Uh, it's oh, and sorry, that'll play some kind of a role there today, probably right in the in the minds of the players. And uh, uh, although you know, and those are, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But it's interesting because this was supposed to be the battle of number one and number two, right? Know, it's right? not quite that. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> <laughs> we'll it talk is, about it. Yeah, it's been uh, interesting to watch your asset pull. I'm at the playoff ranking. Excuse me. That's right. I'm yeah, just so well, excited. I can't AP, contain AP's, everything. You know, I guess AP doesn't quite match up with the no, other one, but yeah. Quite. It's it's going to be a, a fun day here at UA. Uh, all right, so we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back soon. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are so excited today to have with us in the studio on this glorious LSU game day um, my friend Susie Daria. She is an instructor of advertising and public relations um, in the same college I'm so that I work in. I'm happy to have her as a colleague. And she's here to tell us a little about what I think is a fabulous program. Um, Secret Meals for Hungry Children. So Susie, tell us a little about that right. and your involvement with the students here and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So Alabama Credit Union started Secret Meals for Hungry Children in 2008. Um, and that was, they noticed a need on weekends that people uh, don't really even think about usually. It's basically students who are typically on the reduced or free lunches. Um, they're covered during the week, but they're not covered during weekends. And a lot of them if you talk to any teacher, they can notice signs like uh, pe uh, children hoarding food uh, toward Friday, coming in ravenously hungry on Mondays. So there is an issue, and a lot of people don't think about this type of hunger being in our backyards, but it is. So Alabama Credit Union decided to develop Secret Meals for Hungry Children. It's based on um, the Backpack Buddies, which is a um, national campaign, uh, but this is what we do here in, in Tuscaloosa. So um, the idea is that anywhere there is an Alabama Credit Union branch, 
they're going to try to service schools around those branches. So um, right now, I believe they're servicing 2,500 students across Alabama and a small part of Florida. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're actually servicing uh, 1,700 here in West Alabama. Wow. Tell us a little about um, maybe some events that you guys have held and how people can get involved if they want to give. Okay, great. Well, first of all, if you want to help this wonderful program, you can go to secretmills.org, and there's an easy way online to um, to donate. But as far as the class goes, we've had some seriously amazing events. The great thing about teaching this class is that when you give them this assignment, they come up with everything, <laughs> and you just have to roll with it. So um, one of the events that we've had in the past was a fishing tournament. We've had a uh, motorcycle benefit ride. Wow, really everything. Everything. <laughs> like, And what the fun thing is is I'm like do you know anything about motorcycles they're like no I'm like well we've got a learning curve don't we <laughs> but uh, but we this semester we have a uh, cheer clinic that's actually happening or actually did happen um, recently and then we also had an 80s night uh, last Friday night that so. was my favorite to watch them get ready for as a teen of the 80s I thought that yes. was so <laughs> fun to watch I saw Susie pulling up on, on her <laughs> social media pulling out all her 80s tapes and oh yes and nice. I don't know oh my gosh I lost all dignity I <laughs> I pulled out my '80s hair. I po- I posted to help my students. I posted my my prom picture from the '80s, and I was in head to toe fuchsia. Um, it was something. So, well, I'm gonna segue us into some football real quick, just to mm-hmm. mention, um, and not to steal Susie's thunder because she and her Rona is a fabulous person. But did you know that she's wearing her 46 yes. bracelet right now? Tell uh-huh. tell everybody what that's about. Yeah, I still I am still wearing it. My nephew Michael Nicewander graduated in 2015, but he yeah. was on the Crimson Tide football team, yeah. and uh, he developed the nickname um, Highway 46 because he was a tight end and he used to block for Derrick Henry and he really just I mean enjoyed his time here and uh, honestly watching the games is not quite the same anymore for me because he's not on the team anymore but I love my Crimson Tide and uh, and it was really kind of a dream come true for our family to have a a member of our family on the team. I can't imagine it must be such a cool added bonus. It is. I mean it's fun to watch my students but Mm -hmm. um, just to have a family member that's got to be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. that's neat. It really is. Well, you know, it's a big, uh, big day today. Big with day. The Crimson Tide, though. Huge. It's like uh, <laughs> it's almost it. too much. You know, there's mm-hmm. just the, the, the whole town's tell buzzing. Mark, I'm already tired, and we haven't even right. I started. A co- you know, we had uh, Walt Maddox on here a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw he's. You know, he's been tweeting stuff about all the preparations they're doing and all that. But you know, I thought about that. Just I don't. Just all the all the just on a normal football weekend. Here. <laughs> yes, yes. All the people it takes, you know, to pull this off when you got a hundred thousand people coming into Tuscaloosa, uh, a whole new city coming into our city. Right, hello, town. And today, with uh, LSU, uh, with the president, with the the game day, <laughs> with all the stuff, it's just it's just off the scale. I mm-hmm. mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So we're gonna see how it goes today. You know, hopefully everything <laughs> goes smoothly. I hope, but we're gonna see. It's like uh, it's crazy. And then there is a football game to decide a huge right. game. Right, so, very exciting. You know. Yeah, I think it's been interesting. I think I don't know if Susie had the same experience, but being. And Mark, you teach class over in Reese Pfeiffer, which for those of you who aren't familiar is right next to the stadium, and I teach class in the stadium, and I think it's been fun to watch. I hung out with some of the Secret Service guys the other day. They're everywhere. I can't help myself, and I went up to and talked to them. uh, I mean, I'm happy there's some eligible bachelors in town. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was it was fun for me. So um, I'm looking forward to our game, obviously. And there's a lot of games around the country. Um, and I was looking at this uh, playoff college football playoff poll. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, and we yeah. said earlier, oh, how the mighty have fallen. You know, <laughs> I am not surprised Ohio State is number one. They were playing that well. And you, I think we talked about this last week. Um, I don't, I, I don't, you know, the, the Bama fan in me doesn't want Bama to be number three. It's hurtful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I see why they put LSU number two and uh-huh. Bama number three and Penn State number four. Clemson's just, oh, my goodness, all my Clemson fan friends are just having a conniption. Because, <laughs> I can't imagine you know, what they're thinking. They like about. to point out that they've beat the top all, all top four oh, yeah. at some point. You know. Right. Um, oh, badly. They oh, shut yeah. out Ohio State. Didn't they beat them like 31 sure. to nothing or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they beat Bama very badly last year. And I imagine if it, was, uh, if it were us, I would be the same way. You know, I'd be just as. But you know, I'd rather be at three right now because I think, oh, yes. I, I don't like it when we roll into big games at the top. I think it's a psychological, yeah, kind of a, a detriment to have our players thinking, well, we got this kind of. And I don't think, I mean, I'm sure they go at it in a different mindset, but even the fans you know I think a little bit of winning fatigue is um, something you got to worry about I mean I want to win but I like us being at three I want us to have a chip on our shoulders all the way through this well I think of it in terms of um, you know Joe Burrow uh, LSU's quarterback is so incredibly motivated like he has so much motivation to win this game I think this gives us um, I mean added motivation Mm -hmm. just a little bit coming in at number three um, although when LSU was number one, I was happy to take them down too. So we'll take down <laughs> yeah. we're fine well, with that. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. It's I think uh, it was Mark Burnett, one of our former students here, who, yeah. uh, who tweeted uh, something about this is just the just about the right amount of disrespect for Alabama. It's not right. really disrespect. I know, Mark. But they're number that. three in the country. You can't really say. Mm-hmm. And LSU has played a tougher schedule to this point. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Ohio State's looked great. This is probably the best they've looked since they beat Bama years ago. The whole thing. But uh, so, but still, Bama dropped to number three, so it's just kind of perfect. It's mm-hmm. just sort of, it's not total disrespect, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, it's enough to motivate them. Uh, but, you know, they're number three, and they're favored by nearly a touchdown over uh, the number two team. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out, you know, whether uh, the Vegas folks, which is where Andrew probably jetted yeah. off to, right? <laughs> he bailed on the jet to Vegas. <laughs> this uh, guy box jet. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think um, yeah, y'all made me feel better about Bama being number three. That's good. Yeah. But there are some other games around the country, oddly enough. I'm not oddly for people that know me and listen to this show, but oddly enough, I'm looking forward to the Tennessee and Kentucky game because you know it's good. It's it's a close. I don't remember what the odds yeah. are right now today, but it's close. And you know, I love Kentucky, and so I'm going to root for Kentucky, and yeah. I pick Kentucky, and I'm I'm just kind of excited. That's a, it is a tough pick though because you know I, I would that's a Tennessee's a. I don't know. The, um, the, the jury's still out, but they're better than they were. We Obviously, they yeah. played Bama well, and then they've won a couple of games since then. So. We can get to our picks later, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, UAB was hard for me, too, because I'm from Birmingham. And, <laughs> you know, that's a tough one. But it's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, and there's some other games. You know, this is obviously the, the uh, Penn State at Minnesota is a big game because mm-hmm. both teams are undefeated, uh, oddly enough. You know, the, the Minnesota and our uh, our friend George Brown, who we're, may try to get here in a minute on the show. Uh, but it's uh, that's a huge game, and they really made – they lobbied to get game day, ESPN yes, game day I there. Yes, I saw that on Twitter. I, I was kind of hoping ESPN game that. day went there because, to me, it's like <laughs> yeah, all the hype and the, right. the home team. I just got this theory that 
uh, it's going back to that other game of the century we had here in 2011. Yeah. You know, all the hype, game yeah. day was here, all that. And we lost uh, right. in a really tough game. And I thought the distractions of the home team are worse mm-hmm. than the visiting team. Sure. Home team's here all week in this. Sure. Visiting team flies in and just plays football. Mm-hmm. And so that worries me a little bit. So I was like, yeah, game day, go away. I love it. I get that. I, I love no, watching, I get that. that but just sense. like, they go up come. there to Minnesota, yeah. that's fine. They could you know? do our Auburn game when we're not at home or <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. something else. I, I understand that. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. But they're not, obviously, the biggest game, though, in this country and the biggest game of the year so far really is today LSU and Bama so there's there's not been a bigger game there have been some big games and nothing like this it's not Notre Dame at Duke (laughs) 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 or Illinois at Michigan State I don't know I'm just so excited we're gonna get to our picks but I (laughs) really want to pick Duke I'm just I'm struggling with that one but Uh, I'm like we can just go we can just go that's interesting yeah Uh, yeah so um Susie, do you? I asked Mark this earlier. Do you have any game day traditions or anything you do for specific to LSU or specific to LSU or anything? Well, uh, my game tra- day tradition this time is not to be anywhere near campus, yeah. but um, but I uh, I just always know it's going to be a great game, and I try t- when it's normal. I try to get there, but yeah. today this 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 time it's going to be a little bit too much. I think I'm going to stay home. Well, look, let's take a quick quick break. Let's continue this thought over this whole game. It's just uh, you know buzzing out there on campus so uh, you know and Susan thanks for being here absolutely we'll be right back with you and uh, we'll see uh, we'll do some game picks with you here okay all right why not all right you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 the capstone Hi, this is Eli Gold the voice of the Crimson Tide and I love 90.7 the capstone Back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We've got a treat here. We've got Dr. George Brown with the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities, and George used to be. He's a founder of this show with us. And uh, hey, George. Yeah, George, great to have you here. It is great to be on, guys. It is a balmy 22 degrees in Minneapolis. <laughs> right now, looking out my window at people bundled up, but there is gopher excitement. We might even get a roll tide out of here, so all <laughs> yeah. good. Glad to be on. You got a big game. That's right up there. The Gophers are unbeaten, and uh, you know, since their uh, this is the best season they've had probably since their 1941 national championship <laughs> team, right? Which Bama claims, but we know, uh, you know, I, I got a bit of a problem with that Bama claim. But Minnesota was unbeaten that year, and AP uh, uh, national champion. I wow. did not know that. You've done your homework well. Yeah, Gopher, beware of the stare. The, the Gopher, um, the, the Gopher Pride is out. They just announced uh, late last night that TCF Bank, about a fifty-five thousand stadium uh, capacity, is sold out, and, and that may be like a pawn to the folks down there, but kind of a big deal up here because it's going to be going to be right, right chilly and uh, 11 a.m. kickoff, but uh, the fans are super excited. They've invoked a lot of that 1940 uh, folklore. Um, you know, there's genuine excitement. This is a game that, that really, for the Gopher faithful, we've waited a long time to be relevant here and in the national conversation, so uh, it's, a, it's a really exciting time on campus. George, i got to tell you, you won't believe me, but it's right chilly here as well. <laughs> <laughs> right chilly. Actually, it actually is. Uh, we were just talking about how we're sorry you didn't get game day. We're sorry that uh, they didn't come to you guys because we would have been okay with that for sure. 
today you got that yeah, it's it's uh penn state's gonna be tough so you know but i hope you i hope you win uh i'm uh, we're gonna get into our picks in a minute i'm i'm hope i'm wrong on the pick i'm gonna make and uh <laughs> I, I think i've seen the big board i think you're uh you know you know football george i think you might be picking the nittany lines too huh but uh hoping you're yeah. wrong yeah i am I, I hope this is one that i miss um yeah i i, I it's hard to pick against Penn State right now. They, they, their defense is it's daunting. Clifford is playing very well. Handler is a premier, versatile receiver. He can come out of the backfield. He can get in the slot. He uh, has a little bit of that uh, wide receiver uh, strength that the Bama uh, folks know with the big four down there. Um, they're going to cause some havoc. I, you know, a lot of the pundits say that for Minnesota to really stay in the game, they have to keep it close. But they also have to really get this game in a low-scoring event. Weather may cooperate. It's cold. You know, the fans that are huddling up and getting into the stadium, I, you know, I, if there is a potential this game could stay low scoring. If Penn State jumps out to a quick two-touchdown lead, the go for Arsenal to come back from that is somewhat limited. <laughs> He's so yeah. kind. Somewhat limited. <laughs> yeah, Penn State's number four right now. I'm not I'm not sure I would have put them that high, even though I am glad to see them doing well. I do believe they deserve to be in the top uh, six or seven, but I don't know. You know, I'm not sure yeah. I would have put them there. Well, George, why? Well, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit like that. There was kind of a mixed blessing when I saw the postings earlier in the week, and they came in at four. You know, almost immediately the buzz was Franklin's going to USC or Franklin's going anywhere and everywhere, fill in the blank. And I almost thought that was good because if there's, we, I kind of think we know from an Alabama experience when we start getting distractions about where these coaches are going this time of the year, sometimes uh, unintentionally or somewhat unwittingly the players respond to that. Flack getting locked down for seven years with a really a very fair contract. I think he genuinely likes it here. I think that took some pressure off that. So we'll see what, you know, being in the glam of the big four now means. (laughs) So what are you thinking about our game today, George, the Bama-LSU game? These games are just not good for my health. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, I have to tell you guys, uh, my wife and family, we do game day from up here. I've taken pictures and posted them out through Twitter and try to be faithful to the, you know what it means, what it means to be a Bama fan. I tell you what, guys, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm picking... I'm picking Bama. I think uh, we've got a, a royal flush. Everybody else. Andrew always waits to the last minute to put his in. I, I think I don't know what he's yeah. thinking because he's in dead last. He's in Vegas right now. He's not thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good sport. Betting on uh, betting on that WKU Arkansas game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I think Bama pulls it out. I really do. I I it's I think this is not going to be the track meet that a lot of people think it is. Alabama and LSU always play close to the vest. I don't care if this is Les Miles. I don't care if this is Ed Ogeron. I don't care if this is Jordan Jefferson or Joe Burrow. At the end of the day, there is a very conservative play calling in third and four. And you don't see, I mean, we may be, I may be dead wrong here, but my thinking is this game is going to be played in the midfield. It's going to be a, a game where I hate to say it, special teams mean something here. We clearly don't have the advantage there. I think the options we have to move the football, I'm going to assume too, is that, what are we thinking, 85%, 90% maybe? Yeah, that's and, and can get protection. I think line protection is everything. Get the big four out there. I think a player who is poised to have a big day today is Jalen Waddle. I think this is his day. I think he will wreak havoc on that LSU linebacker core getting underneath. And let me tell you, his first step is faster than all of our first steps put together. <laughs> That's interesting. That's yeah, good insight. I'm going to be watching for that. Absolutely. That Waddle, you know, he is an outstanding uh, player. We'll, we'll speak. along, and I think Najee is poised to have a big day. I want to see Najee get out in the flat. LSU's defense is strong. I don't think it's Auburn strong, but it's strong. Uh, I... I, I this is going to be a coming out party for the secondary. I also think these young linebackers can't be young anymore at this point in the season. You know, we're 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 at game nine now, so you're you're not a freshman anymore. And I think Harris and Lee have to have good games supporting the run and staying in contain. Um, I, I think the D line has got to put some pressure on Burrow. I'm very anxious to see Burrow under duress. Mm-hmm. I think that there's an opportunity there for him to um, rise to the occasion. I'll Trevor Lawrence, or to come to the occasion, a la every other LSU quarterback ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice burn. Well, you know, I'm with George on the secondary. I think they've got lots of talent, but I don't think they've really been tested. You know, no, not really. I don't think so. so. I don't think this is the kind of secondary LSU's had in the past, though, uh, either. So I, I think, I don't know. We're LSU running um, Ruggs, Smith, uh, uh, Judy, and Waddle is. You know, that's the classic, be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's been a lot of bulletin board fodder. I know there's been a lot of talk about, you know, this is it. We, I mean, saying we're coming. I think we're here is his mantra now. Uh, we'll see. You know, I, I don't like to play odds on, well, he's Owen so-and-so and against, you know, Alabama, and he's this against other top ten teams, but not that against others. You know, line up, it's going to be helmet on helmet, as Saban says. Yeah, make their butt quit. You know, I think this is all what it's all about. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think the crowd will be a big factor. Uh, the, the crowd will be allowed to cheer today. Is that correct? 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I don't think <laughs> there's been no, yeah. no edicts to the contrary. No, no, there's been a bit of talk about that, of course, but uh, I think there'll be some cheering out there and some. Uh, other things, well, maybe. I we'll, think we'll, we need we'll to bring the Hummer, stop and yell. Uh, booing, I'm never a big fan of under any circumstances. But just get out there and be positive for the team. I do think the Crimson Tide will prevail. I'm calling it 34-27-ish. 3427. Mm. That would be that's that would be interesting. Pick. I had it a little lower. I think I had that in one of my uh, screeds to you guys earlier in the week, but I'm um I'm of the opinion this game probably gets a little bit more. I think the over under is 65 or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm thinking 3427 uh, Bama prevailed probably late in the fourth putting it away on a, on a two a pass out to Najee Harris. Probably reminds us a lot of the McCarran to TJ Yeldon moment. Uh, late in the game will come in, but this is for the win. We may be tied late in the fourth, but Bama puts the drive together and wins the game and all happy in T-Town. All right. Well, George, that's great insight. We're going to uh, we're going to close it out here with you. I uh, it's great to have our Big 10 correspondent back with us. Uh, founder of the show and it's it's you know it's it's just wonderful we talk with you of course during the week about the big board but it's great to have you on the show and let's get you back on uh, another week or two that'd be great yeah so come back soon it. george I would, we would. I've got a boy down there. So he'll be in the stands yelling uh, um, today for the game. And uh, Quinn, I hope's doing well and everything's good down there. But we'll get down that way and see you guys. And, hey, let's go Gophers and uh, Todd in the Natty Championship. How about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Go Gophers and roll Todd. <laughs> All right, George, we'll be back in touch. Thanks so much. So, so great to have you. you. You as well. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back uh, to uh, talk about George uh, George's pick and also uh, some of our other picks from around the country. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are here on LSU Bama Game Day. We are so excited we finally made it here. It's the game we've been talking about all season long. And we are going to take a quick break from talking Bama and LSU real quick and do some picks around the country. Um, Mark, we just talked a little about Penn State at Minnesota with our Big Ten correspondent, (laughs) Dr. George Brown. and I got to tell you, you, you know, I appreciate his um, his verb, right. but I, I'm going to have to go with Penn State. And I kind of like him. You know, I'm picking Penn State, but I am kind of hoping I'm wrong just for his sake. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is a huge game, uh, more bigger for Minnesota probably than Penn State because uh, Minnesota is not usually undefeated this time of the year, I believe. So. I but also, Penn State's a program coming back, and uh, you know this means a lot to them. And uh, and whether they can get into the national championship picture, I mean, you mentioned a while ago they're number four in the rankings, and uh, that is kind of a surprise. Uh, but and they haven't been ranked number four in a long time. I, don't, I wonder how many years it's actually been since Penn State's been ranked that high. But. Uh, we can get our res- uh, our researcher on that. Yeah, How many yeah. years has it been since Penn State's been ranked number yeah, four? Yeah, with Isabel, yeah. So I, I think um, so. it's a huge game, uh, not only in the Big Ten, but around the country. And if Minnesota were to win that game, uh, that would be even bigger, I think. But uh, Oh, sure. That's um, going to be something. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I'm, I'm going with Penn State in the game. I believe ultimately they'll pull away late and, end, and win it by uh, – uh, 
you know, about 10 points or something. Uh, so we'll see. I do. I it would be interesting if that were a weird upset. I, I do feel like we're at that time of the season where we're going to have some weird upsets. You yeah, know, again, are. it's not like we haven't had any. Yeah. Um, next, we got the Bears. Baylor at yeah. TCU. Um, Baylor's undefeated, and yeah. I cannot see them stopping that train. But, you know, maybe this will be one of those weird upsets. I'm, yeah. I'm going with Baylor. Mark, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going with Baylor to uh, extend the winning streak. They really haven't played anybody. Uh, I believe I saw something the other day. Their non-conference is just horrific, but in terms of the teams they played, a weak teams, but but on being undefeated this time of the year in the season is a, a huge accomplishment for any uh, big program. Sure. So anyway, I'll go with Baylor. We'll see. Uh, this next one, uh, yeah, Dr. George Brown's <laughs> been protesting that we have, and I know exactly why. It's just uh, you know Andrews, Western Kentucky. Uh, none of us tend to get that game right. Although I actually did. I, I know, you may have too. I picked FAU against him uh, a week or two ago, and I actually mm-hmm. got that pick, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I that was. Uh, yeah, Western Kentucky, for those of you who are listening that don't know, that's um, our co-host Andrew, who's in Vegas today. Yeah, um, yeah. That is his school, and so we Mark puts those on the board just, yeah. just for him. Yeah. I got to I gotta make Andrew angry and pick Arkansas um, just because I don't think that Western Kentucky can win this game. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> right. It's not rocket science, y'all. <laughs> right. I'm going to go with Arkansas, too, and I might as well say uh, to Andrew while he's on that skybox jet, to Vegas, uh, it's a, it's a, it, I'm doing Andrew a solid here because whenever I pick against him, they usually do win. Although I got it right <laughs> last true. time. That's uh, true. That's but yeah, true. I'm going with Arkansas. Arkansas is having a lot of trouble, but this is a home game and. It'll probably be close, but I'm going with it. Next up, we've got Stanford at Colorado on the elusive Pac-12 network. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going with Stanford, even though I don't think I'll be watching this game because uh, the Bama game starts 30 minutes later. Yes. Um, I don't even know if I can see this game. Uh, Mark, what do, you, what do you... Yeah, I think I'm going with Stanford, too. You know, Stanford kind of, you know, they kind of disappeared there earlier in the season, and then it seems like they're they're coming back a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Stanford. Yeah. yeah. We'll circle back to LSU at Alabama. Um, also up at 2.30 is Kansas State at Texas on ESPN. This uh, should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's an odd game, but I do not think there's any way K-State can pull it out. I think Texas is yeah. going to win this one. Yeah, I'm going with the Longhorns on this. I mean, and it, mainly it's at Texas. I know Kansas State had that upset of Oklahoma, but, uh, but I'm, Texas at home should win this game. Yeah. You know, they should. All right, next we got Illinois at Michigan State. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, let me think about this one for a minute. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm uh, not, this is not, and you know, it's right at the start of Bama uh, LSU, and yeah. this is a game I couldn't care less about. But uh, Michigan State for me, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Michigan, Michigan State. State. They're home, so I'm doing that. Illinois, uh, you know, they every now and then they, they who did they beat? They, they won a big game this year uh, in an upset. Oh, Wisconsin. I think they beat Wisconsin, but that's very rare for Illinois to do that. And I'm going with uh, Michigan Yeah, State. that's the one. I remember now, Wisconsin really disappointed me in that game. I remember I was, yeah. I was really yeah, downtrodden. That was, a, that was a bad loss for them. Um, next up, we got Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Um, sticking with Wake. I think we probably and did that. And Wake's unbeaten, I think, right? I believe they are. Uh, or they maybe they've lost one. Anyway, they're ranked, and uh, they got a high-powered offense. But I'm going with Virginia Tech. I, I just got to, I don't know. I'm, I saw I don't, that. No reason other than I got this feeling they'll make it stand at home. You know, I had that same feeling and can potentially still be swayed. I had this sort of gut feeling. Um, 
but I can't explain why. Nothing on paper. So I'm, I'm going to be cerebral about it and just stick with Wake. And I'll probably regret this. We'll have this conversation next week. Yeah. Um, also at 2.30, Louisville at Miami. I'm sticking with Miami. They're at home. I think they can do this. Yep. I'm going with Miami as well. I think they'll do it at home. Um, and, uh, again, a game that doesn't matter a whole lot around the country. But uh, Miami's program, um, you know, they're trying to rebuild that down there. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, pretty big one in the Pac-12. Sure. USC at Arizona State. I think this is a tough one to pick. Who you got? I do too, but I don't have – I'm picking Arizona State. I feel like USC is crumbling quickly, and yeah. I'm watching that house fall with glee. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> fine with that. Yeah. Now that I've said that, the universe, karma is going to get me and they're going to lose. But, yeah, or they're going to win, excuse me, but I really think Arizona State's going to yeah, lose. Yeah, I think I've, I think we've talked earlier in the season here about your disdain for uh, you and Isabel <laughs> and the disdain for USC. USC, so I'm kind of looking ahead. You know, Bama opens the season next year with US, USC mm-hmm. out in Texas. So, uh, and I think USC is going to have a new coach by that time. Yeah, uh, probable. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going with Arizona State in this Where's game. Where's that game being played next year? You know, uh, in the Dallas uh, Jerry right. World right. at AT&T yeah, yeah. Stadium. So, I remember now. You know. Um, okay, what do we have? UAB at Southern Mississippi. I mentioned this game earlier, earlier because I'm a Bama, uh, excuse me, a Birmingham gal. And I know Walt Maddox, our former guest and mayor of Tuscaloosa, played for UAB. Right. And I hate to be disappointing to him, but I'm going to have to pick Southern Miss. I, I hate picking against the team I'm going to root for, but this time I feel I must. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm probably making a mistake picking UAB because this is, it is a I tough pick. But I'm going to go with them and, uh, you know, hope that I'm right on this one. Uh, but we'll see. That's a tough, tough mm-hmm. game to pick. It is. It actually yeah. was really tough for me, too. Yeah. Iowa, Wisconsin, I am so excited that I can get back on my cheese train and pick Wisconsin again with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> this makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I agree. I think we're all in for Wisconsin. I, uh, I haven't seen Andrew's picks, but we've seen uh, George's and your pick on the big board of mine. I'm going Wisconsin, too. Okay. Um, we're all Badgers this week. Now we're moving on to the next batch, the 6 o'clock batch of games. Um, Washington State at California. This will be a good Pac-12 game. Um, I'm picking Washington State. Yeah, I am too. I think the I think uh, you know Pirates. Washington State and the Pirate and the team. Uh, you like I the think, Pirate. Yeah, uh, Mike <laughs> Leach. Uh, yeah, the the Pirate coach. I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll have his team ready, and they'll be throwing on every single down in this thing. They'll, they'll you know, they'll throw 40 passes, and uh, I think they'll overwhelm Cal before it's over. It's a, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with um, the Cougars, or it is the Cougars. Yeah, Washington yeah. State Cougars. I just know I miss the Pirates. The team. Pirates, I got it. it. The Pirates so, team. Anyway, um, yeah. Appalachian State at South Carolina. I don't need to know anything to just pick South Carolina in this game. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm picking South Carolina. If South Carolina – now, Appalachian State has had a good year. You know, they've, they've been ranked um, in the bottom of the top 25, I guess, for at least once, uh, I think, But the uh, or AP. But, I, you know, anyway, South Carolina should win this game at home. If they don't, they yeah, got more problems than I think. Exactly. I think so they're here they to prove – they have to prove themselves at home. Right. 
And Missouri at Georgia, also a 6 p.m. game on ESPN. Um, Georgia all the way, 100%, going to not even be close. No, no not way. close. That game's over in the first quarter. Yeah. yeah Wouldn't absolutely. it be funny if it's not? This is going to be the game I'm watching oh, probably after, <laughs> after the Bama game. So it'll <laughs> right. be right. interesting. Right. Um, okay, Tennessee at Kentucky. I do think this one's going to be very close. And I hope that I'm right that Kentucky wins because, you know, I love my Wildcats. I, uh, I, have, I have my confidence on that pick is extremely low. Extremely. I'm with you on that, though. I'm going Kentucky, too. I know uh, George Brown went with uh, on the big board with uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, Tennessee's a better team, but I think Kentucky at home, uh, I think they're just a better team right now in terms of playing at home. I actually would pick the balls if this were in Knoxville, but... Uh, we haven't even touched on Vol Nation today. No, I feel, I feel the program is void without that. I know. Not, well, to, the, <laughs> not yeah. to the boards. <laughs> well, they won a couple of games, so there's not a lot of uh, hate going on on Vol Nation right now among them. So I love it when they start arguing with themselves, which is the greatest thing. Oh, that is games. They, they just go nuts as if they're a top program. And so, you know, they need to be reminded every now and then that they hadn't been a top program for like, you know, 20 years, but <laughs> since 1998. So you just gave me an, another title. reason to root for Kentucky, just the, to watch Fall Nation implode again. That right. Would be, oh, it'd be wonderful. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Reason enough. All right, uh, 6.30 p.m., Notre Dame at Duke. Uh, yeah, at Notre Dame, there's no... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, there's you no. know, I wanted to pick Duke in this game. I really did. Did but you yeah, really? No, I did. I wanted Why? to pick, Explain I yourself, man. Well, I don't, I don't <laughs> hate Notre Dame. I mean, there's some Bama fans who hate Notre Dame no. going back to the Bryan era. I get that. I see, I respect uh, them for that era. Yeah. I like a good football team. Yeah, game. yeah. But I, uh, but, you know, Notre Dame's good enough to beat Duke, so I'll go with Notre Dame. Uh, okay, we let's see. Let's quickly go through Clemson at uh, NC State, and that's uh, that's a. <laughs> I'm gonna take and here's something I didn't think I'd say all year. Number five, Clemson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to beat NC State, right? 100% by I don't know three touchdowns. Oh, I'd least, hate to be in NC State shoes after that poll, putting Clemson number five. So anyway, yeah, that's gonna be a blowout of uh, magnificent proportions, probably. Uh, Iowa State at uh, Oklahoma. I know, mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about this a little bit more in a minute, but I, I think we across the board picked Oklahoma. Absolutely. We did. Okay. Well, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back to talk Bama LSU. You're in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are talking Bama LSU all day long. As soon as we finish talking about when the game we were doing our picks just now, Iowa State at Oklahoma. Mark, I cannot believe in no in no scenario did I think that Oklahoma would be number nine, would be ranked number nine at any point. I really had hopes to see them in the playoffs. Um, you know, my dream of of uh, Tua and Jalen yep. facing off. Yep. I, I I think the dream is dead. It may be. That, I mean, that loss at Oklahoma was a bad loss to Kansas State. And, uh, you know, now they'll they'll probably win the, uh, you know, the Big 12. But, uh, yeah. but having a loss, 
considering all these other teams right now with Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, all yeah. it's going to be tough to find their way into that uh, Final Four. I believe know? so, and it, it it breaks my heart a little bit. I think a lot of I think a lot of Bama fans were rooting for Oklahoma. You they know, were. we we didn't know what to do with ourselves, but here we were rooting for Jalen, not uh, necessarily Oklahoma as much as Jalen. I know how wonderful. I mean, you're so right though. How wonderful would Jalen and two in the same going against each other? It just would have been wonderful. What it, I, and it could still happen, I guess. And but. great television, and I can just think of the advertising dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would have loved that for sure. I know. All right. Uh, the thing we've all been waiting for, it is that time, Mark. It is Bama versus LSU. And you may recall back in week one, I said one of my rules is, it's it's the 11th commandment in our house, and that mm-hmm. is, thou shalt not pick against the tide. <laughs> However, right. in week two, I said, Joe Burrow, Heisman, why not? And yeah. everybody, not you guys, but other people looked at me like I was a little bit crazy, thinking in week two that he might be up for a Heisman. Um, right. And so I'm not going to lie, was. I was he torn is. about this game when I picked it, like a little bit torn. However, I default to my 11th commandment. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to pick against Alabama. <laughs> I'm not going to pick against Alabama at home. I have... I think part of that is I come from the era of the Gene Stall- the Gene Stallings era when I was in school, and we had those last minute heart. I don't, I don't know how my heart survived those games, but you know we 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 would always win last minute, last minute win, last minute right. win, and so I am one of those people that if Bam is down and we have ten seconds to go, I still believe we can win the game. Yeah, and yeah. I believe it till the very last second. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm all in for Bama on this game. What do you think? Yeah, this is tough. This is really tough. I mean, this is you know on one hand, um, Alabama's schedule through no fault of Bama's, but their schedule has been weak this year. You know that mainly because of other SEC teams being down. Um, yeah. And but I do think there's certain little things Bama has done that they're not getting a lot, enough credit for. One is the away game in South Carolina. You remember South Carolina yeah. did upset Georgia, so they did, and they did it uh, in Athens. So South Carolina can be a tough team, and that that was a pretty good win for Alabama because South Carolina was hyped up in that game in uh, Columbia, and then the win out at Texas A&M is tougher than people think. I think that, um, you know, and they didn't just win, but they dominated them. And I think, uh, but the week schedule, you know, sometimes if you play, if you don't play great teams and you're beating them up, but then all of a sudden you go from zero to 60, you're, they're playing a real elite team mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And so that schedule worries me a little bit that Bama's gone through. But Alabama is such they have, you know their offense is so good. I did watch and I don't I, that Auburn LSU game and Auburn would have won that game with just half an offense. I mean yeah, they, yeah. they their quarterback did play horribly. I mean I don't mean to throw the kid under the bus, but Bo Nix had a really horrible game. He couldn't hit even screen passes no. that wide open. He couldn't. He wasn't even close that on him. Wildly disappointing. If they had had a, a halfway decent performance from their quarterback, they would have beaten LSU. Absolutely beating them. They outplayed them, oh, and sure. I thought that uh, that told me something. Auburn is not that great of a team. LSU was at home. Uh, they didn't look that great to me. Their offense finally did not look very good to me. It looked pretty, you know. Everybody's talking about the high-powered offense, and it has been, but they didn't look high-powered. 
then again, Auburn does have a good defense. <laughs> they, they do. They have a really you know, good defense. I think that offense so, thing, too, it, it was, it, it's not just that it's high-powered. It's new. Yeah, it's a new high-powered. It's, high it's a it's yeah. an all-new, shiny, high-powered offense. You, too, can have this. You know, right, <laughs> right, right. You mentioned Texas A&M. I have to say real quick, I was thinking about that. I just looked up their schedule because I, I wanted to double-check my facts. But, you know, Texas A&M is playing Georgia and LSU still. Yeah. How cool would it be if Dark Horse A&M rose up and oh, be, like, can you imagine? It could happen, too. It could. I think it's great? plausible. Um, but yeah. what you were saying about uh, LSU, Joe Burrow and this offense, you know, they were unexpected. It was different. It was something new. It was all, all right. shiny. Um, I do wonder how their uh, very quick pace, I mean, he scores right out of the gate very quickly. You know, right, that's one of right. he, he, they're fast. Bama has that me well not always but generally I'm I'm being very general here but like that that sort of meandering we're gonna we're gonna run we're gonna take our time you know we're gonna uh, we're gonna do this a little slower I am interested to see a couple of things one how that plays out like how that pacing plays out and two you know on both sides when the offense is on how much how much that helps the defense get, giving them a break you know what I mean right, giving right. giving them a break to ramp up for for the next play. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, you know, it, it is going to come down to um, the offenses, I guess. You know, I, I think my, my view, because I am, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Bama in this game. And I believe that, uh, and I really believe Bama's going to win the game. I mean, I really do. I'm not. Um, You're not wishy-washy. <laughs> no, I'm not. I really believe they're going to yeah, win it. Because I, I believe when you look at both offenses, first of all, Tua, it, a lot does depend on how Tua looks today. Yeah. You know, how, how if he's really yeah. 100% or not. And it sounds like he's not going to be totally 100%. I can't but, imagine he would be. But I think he's going to be on target. Sounds like he's been practicing well. I think um, – and I believe LSU is not going to stop. I, I believe Alabama is going to get enough stops. The other thing that actually I find some you know comfort in, although I can be completely wrong, I have been many times, but I, Joe Burrow, for all the great things he's done this year, Joe Burrow is not that super mobile of a quarterback. Alabama has much more trouble with dual threat quarterbacks through their uh, recent sure. history than they do from the Joe Burrows. And so Joe Burrow is an outstanding quarterback. He's going to be a good pro quarterback. Uh, but I don't. I think that they're not going to have as much trouble with Burrow as some of the other teams have had. I'm looking on that. I also think Terrell Lewis, people like that, are just waiting on this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they've heard enough of it. And I think, you know, Bama's defense has gotten much better. The reason it's gotten better is they start off with freshmen. So Those many freshmen, freshmen have now had experience, and mm-hmm. suddenly here's Bama's defense being better at the end of the year. Alabama's defense is peaking at the right time. Yeah. This offense, nobody's going to stop this offense. Bama's got too good of receivers. These guys make yeah. plays. I know LSU's game plan is going to be to stop the slants, stop the quick slants, stop that. But you know what? People are acting like I saw this. Uh, I saw some conversation. Well, well, you know they're going to make two a throw downfield. Well, make him throw downfield because he'll beat you throwing downfield. <laughs> and remember last year he did throw downfield all the time. This That's year right. he's been taking what the defenses give him, and he's been scoring with slant passes. Yep. Make, read, it, make take away the slant pass and see what you get. You got Jerry Judy. You got Devontae. I mean, you got these world class receivers that know how to go downfield, and you got a quarterback that knows how to throw it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to stop Bama. It's I don't, inspiring. I, really I don't think don't. they're. I read some stat. I can't remember the exact number. It was nine point something yards per carry. You know, after a receiver, we still can go. Not we are averaging nine point something yards. I wish I could remember it after. 
you know, after that. That's the highest in the country right now, and that's that's fairly impressive. You mentioned yeah. pro um, playing pro ball. This game is just a dream of future pro players. Just this one game. I'm not talking yeah. about whole teams. Just this game. It's going to be impressive to see all the players. Yeah. How do you think? Um, what do you think about? So Nick Saban's had two weeks to sort of be Michelangelo and paint a masterpiece of some sort of play calling or whatever right, analogy right. you want to use. Um, I feel like, and I know LSU's done the same. So I can't say Ed O's last name to save my life. You know this. I have yeah. a hard. It's Ogeron. I have the hardest time with his well, name. Ed, well, well, Coach O can't say his last name. <laughs> I just well, call him Ed O. Yeah, right. Coach O. So um, I wonder. I feel like I feel like that is one of our ace in the. You, you know, having that, having Nick had two weeks to really focus yeah. and, and and get ready for this. And I think you're yeah. right. I think our players are tired of the Joe Burrow. Uh, hype, and you know I'm on the Joe Burrow train. Yes, I'm been. off. I've been off of it for two weeks now. Yep, <laughs> I'm staying yep. off of it until after this game. Um, <laughs> but I think they're tired of it. I think you're right. I think the Heisman Trophy may be won today. I mean, they won't award it today, but sure. these are the top two Heisman Trophy yep. candidates right now: Joe Burrow and Tua. And I believe that. Um, you know, I think it's just like when Leonard Fournette came in here and it was against Derrick Henry and they shut down yeah. Leonard Fournette and Henry won the Heisman. I think the Let's quarterback that does the best itself. today and it looks the best today is probably going to win the Heisman. Yeah. I, I think that's it. So it's a it's a big it's big not only in the national championship picture, but also in the Heisman Trophy race. The winner may be pretty much wrapped up today. They still have to play conference championship, whichever team wins this and all that, but it's it's, it's a huge day, huge. I love the way we always think about these bye weeks. You know, we've had a couple of weeks now. It's time to rest and recuperate and get ready and instead of time to get rusty. Nobody right. ever says, ah, oh, the players are going to be rusty because right. they haven't, right. they haven't right. played a game yet. Right, right. So we'll see. Uh, well, what's your score prediction? George picked 34 oh, to 27, I, I believe. I thought I put it on there. I'm going to double-check myself because I thought long and hard about this. I did. Uh-huh. A, I may have put it on there really late last night. Let me look on the actual board. I thought long and hard about this, so I don't want to um, – Yeah. Uh, I was well, very I, specific. I, 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 I haven't – until this second, I really haven't thought or picked a score. But, I, you know, I'm going to say something like uh, 38 to 21. That's what I'm, I think it's going to be a bigger win. Of course, I sound like a homer doing that. I know, and George went through this, this, this series has been generally very pretty close. Although Bama went into Baton Rouge last year and beat, uh, I think it was LSU undefeated at the time. Bama went in there and won 29 to nothing in Baton Rouge. But this is, of course, a different LSU offense with yeah. uh, that they're operating with Burrow this year. Uh, but I'm going to go 38 to uh, – uh, well, I'm going to go 38 to 24. I'll up that 21 to 24. You're close to mine. I had to look at it. Mine was um, Alabama 34, LSU 31. So oh, I do oh, think yeah. it's going to be close. I have a friend who's a sports writer. I won't say who it is because I'm about to say something disparaging about them. <laughs> they have been <laughs> sports writing for, you know, 25, 30 years. And uh, they were talking. I was asking what they think. And they said, oh, yeah, Alabama's going to win this. And it's going to be a, a lot. They're going to win by a lot. Oh, and I was, I A, stunned. B, hope they were right. And C, given the history of their predictions, um, that's not going to bode well for us. They're always wrong (laughs) (laughs) about these big games, the big games. So, um, no, it made me nervous. But I do. I'm like you, Mark. I I, I don't know if it's because we're 
Bama grads and fans, I hope we're not wrong. I hope we're thinking a little analytically about this, but I feel strongly Bama's going to win. I, I mean, I just too. feel it in my bones, you know, and too. on paper. I also and see actually, it on paper. You know what? I actually, I don't know. I don't have any scientific evidence or data on this, <laughs> but I think Bama plays better at home in the day games than the night they games. They do. Oh, our night games are the kiss I, of death. Yeah. No, so I, not I, good. Think, I think it's all working to, you know, we'll yeah. see how it goes today. But. Well, I am excited. It's been a great time. I'm so happy that we had uh, Dr. George Brown, our Big Ten correspondent, on today. I'm thrilled we had Su Susie Daria, instructor of uh, APR, here with us. And I want to thank also Terry Siggers, the general manager here, uh, for mixing our show and, and helping us so much. Uh, have a great game day, Mark. I hope yeah, you enjoy it. You you, you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. See you next week and roll tide. Roll tide.